Hello, hello, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Top News, and I'm back for another great show. Um, this is the Fast Flat 25, where we talk about the winners and losers of yesterday's games, uh, the performers, top performers, and those who showed up, of course. And we do it all within 25 minutes or less. Um, what's going on in the NBA, around the NBA, we also touch on that. So I would like to welcome all of my followers, those, especially those who go hard and follow me on Twitter, and those who chime in to uh, listen to my podcast. As always, I want to give a big shout out to the motivators. Thank you for everything. And of course, my my guys, you know who they are. That's my man, uh, Dave Rolling with Russ. Those are my guys, as I said before, and I always include them. So thank you, fellas. And let's get going here. Um, last night, we had some impressive games. Yes, we're right here above midseason. Well, right here uh, at midseason, all-star game uh, coming up this weekend, which should be really impressive. Uh, in the loss in the, uh, in the All Star game, because we're losing Dame Lillard, uh, he had a pole growing, and I hope that works out because uh, that can be kind of like detrimental to what's going over there on over there in Portland. And uh, you know, it's Melo still there, and you got uh, McCullum, and uh, you got the big guy down there, uh, Whiteside, I think it is down there doing his thing. But um, we need Dame Lillard, man. He's definitely a show. He puts on a show each and every night, and and. A lot of us chime in to Portland to see Dame Lillard and do his thing. And I like the way that he's handling it as a young man in the league and, and you know, staying put. And uh, he wants to win there. You know, he's not a chip chaser. And you know what I mean when I call a chip chaser. And I don't take nothing away from the chip chasers. Um, go about your business how you go about your business. You know, I guess a championship is a championship. And when it's all said and done, that will be the conversation. But uh, for the likes of a Dame Lillard who, who 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 cemented in Portland and the way that he plays the game, he carries himself, and the way that he lights up pretty much every guard in the NBA. That goes without saying. He'll he will give you the business from half court. Wear it up. Step over the line and launch it on you, and it's good, you know. And when you look at those shots, sometimes when he step across um, half court and let it fly, I know you'd be thinking to yourself like, what is he doing? Because the first couple of times, I'm quite sure the coach was saying the same thing. What is he doing? But when it bangs out all net, you go sit your ass down and be like, you know what? Let him do whatever it is that he's doing. Let him do it. Without further ado, uh, let's get to yesterday's scores. Um, my Well, not my Brooklyn Nets, but I am a New Yorker, and the Brooklyn Nets beat the Toronto Raptors 101-91. That was a surprising game right there, a surprising win for the Brooklyn Nets, to be honest with you. With the fact that Toronto is playing great basketball, once again, that is definitely, without digging too deep, my surprising team of this year. Because thinking that they lost Kawhi to Claw, nobody foreseen this, just as nobody foreseen them winning the championship last year. And with the way they're playing this year, to be honest with you, it wasn't a fluke. And the proof is in night in, night out with the way that they're winning. And I'm, their record this year, they're right behind the Bucs. Uh, they're 40 and 15. And I'm telling you right now, at the beginning of this season, with the loss of Kawhi Leonard, no one would have expected that. Now, last night, that loss, again, it was a surprising loss. So I commend the Brooklyn Nets. Um... And uh, they did their thing, you know. So, as I said before, and I'll say again, every game has to be played. Prior to this game, we would have said Toronto was going to take this. And, uh, you know, they lose by 10. And everybody's looking like, wow, what did Brooklyn do? 
they showed up and showed out. They came to play. And that's what happens when you come to play and you leave it all on the court. Next, we have the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers beating the Atlanta Hawks. I'm not too surprised about that. Um, you know, both of the teams are down there where my team is at. Uh, we got we won 17 by New York Knicks. And you got the Cleveland Cavaliers and the uh, Atlanta Hawks going up against one another. Cleveland won that game 127-105. Uh, yeah, Cleveland smacked them. Um, did we expect that? Mm, when you look at two lowly teams playing one another, it has to be a winner. So um, you got to commend the Cleveland Cavaliers for like, you know, and Tristan Thompson and those boys for like, you know, you know, putting it on the floor, leaving it on the floor. Dallas Mavericks uh, smacked the Sacramento Kings. And can, would you think, um, I was reading a story earlier today that uh, the Sacramento Kings... The owner, he really wanted to get Luca, and you know the powers that be, uh, the basketball powers that be, Storanovich and uh, Divot over there. They they were looking at uh, Marvin Bagley and was looking and thinking to themselves that Marvin Bagley Jr. would probably have uh, you know somewhat of a better career or, or be uh, a better performer than Luca. And um, in hindsight, uh, I'm guaranteeing you that they're wishing they would have got Luka to put them on the map because that's just what he did with Dallas. Um, he put Dallas back on the map. And being that the Kings have never been on the map in that way, um, they blew their chance. Now, who knows what's going to happen when Bagley come back and start playing consecutive and hard-nosed basketball? We'll see. Both young and um, productive. So we have time. But right now, today, listen, man, the Dallas Mavericks are all that. And some. So, yes, they beat the uh, Kings. They smacked them, as I said before, 131-11. We got the Los Angeles Lakers beating the Denver Nuggets. And uh, LeBron did his thing last night. 35 years old, ladies and gentlemen. He's out there performing as if he was 25 years old. And night in, night out, LeBron is going to give you all he can give you when it comes to playing basketball. All that low management and all that other crap? Nah, he leaving it on the court. Now, when we get to the playoffs... Will this make that much of a difference? Well, let's wait and see because on a nightly basis, if I spend my money to go see the Los Angeles Lakers, no exaggeration, I want AD on the floor and I want Braun on the floor and I want them balling all out like they did last night and they went up against a tough challenger and somebody that they may end up seeing in the playoffs. So this right here is a definitely a boost. No if and buts about it. My man LeBron, 35 years old. Now, am I a that big, big LeBron James fan? Nah, but I love his game, and I love everything about him. You know what I mean? I am a New York Knicks fan. I don't take nothing away from Bron and the way that he does, does the damn thing. And I love the way he handles all aspects of his life in terms of what he shows us as the fans. A father, a husband, a ball player. Well, a husband, a father, a ball player. However you want to put it, the ball player comes last. But that family man, that father, that husband is always on full display, and I tip my hat to that. Word up. And I also, and looking at LeBron James and the way that he handles it, handles, you know, and carries himself in the public eye, I love it. And with me being and with me saying that, I have a follower who followed me on Twitter. And his name is Cal Cuffey Sr. I lie to you not. He played ball, he played a little professional ball. I love this dude. Word up. Cal, I'm not sure if you're gonna listen to this show, bro, but if you do, man, keep on doing the damn thing. You know what I mean? When it comes to like family. Husband 
and, 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 and everything else about you, bro. Where we up? Ball player, but his husband, father, ball player, just like LeBron, Cal Cuffy Sr., Mr. Top News Tips his hat to you, man. And I appreciate you following me, man. I appreciate the support. So I uh, hats off to you. Moving on. I have the Indiana Pacers, and uh, they beat the Milwaukee Bucks. Once again, as I said before, with the Brooklyn Nets beating the Raptors, every game has to be played because this is another game that we wouldn't have expected that. But it happens. Okay? Um, and Milwaukee, they're still, you know, 46 and 8. Real impressive. But, um, you know, going into the All-Star break, I guess, you know, take a little step back or whatever have you. And uh, I'm not sure if Giannis even played last night. Um, but that's what happened there. And, um, you know, Indiana, you know, they did their thing. And, and they won. So, and TJ Warren, he, you know, he went off last night, 35 points, uh, seven rebounds, one assist, 16 uh, from 19 from the field goal, from the floor. So, he, he, impressive game, TJ Warren. You know, tip my hat to you. That's def- TJ Warren is definitely a top performer, ladies and gentlemen. You know, they got the win. They played a tough team. You know, tip your hat to them. TJ, do your thing, man. Keep on moving, man. We got the uh, Memphis Grizzlies. Beating the Portland Trailblazers. Yeah, my man, uh, Dame Lillard. That's when he pulled that growing last night. So he's going to be out of the All-Star game. And I think in his place, they're going to allow Devin Booker, who somehow, someway, they should have made room for him over there on the West. But the Western Conference is really tough. I think he's going to be replacing Dame Dillard. And, uh, yeah, the um, Memphis Grizzly. Yeah, they beat the Portland Trailblazers. Man, that dude, John Morant, man, he's over there doing things. That was 111-104. We have the Charlotte Hornets uh, beating the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves, 115-108. Charlotte, wow. I guess my man uh, Malik Monk is down there doing his thing, but he can stay down there. I don't want him to bring him to New York. So, um, you know, tip my hat to that win. We have the Washington Wizards. Beating my New York Knicks, 114.96. And after I finish doing my fast flat 25, I'm going to talk about the New York Knicks also and LeBron because I got we got I got to chime in on this Steve Stout conversation. Um, and we're going to get to that. But yeah, the Washington Wizards beat us uh, 114.96. Uh, my man uh, Bradley Bill, well not my man, but Bradley Bill, um, he had a big fourth quarter last night. And, uh, you know, he pulled them through, and they, they beat my nits. And I hate that they beat my nits. Uh, New York, we got to play tougher, man. We got we, we to play tough from start to finish. The Oak, uh, the um, Orlando Magic, they beat the uh, Detroit Pistons, 116-112 in overtime. Close game. The Phoenix Suns, they beat the uh, Golden State Warriors, 112-106. And, um, you know, my man, Andrew Wiggins, man, I guess he's a good addition. I don't guess, but he's a good addition to uh, the Warriors. Uh, he, he's showing up. Not a top performer, but he showed up last night. He had 27 points, uh, four rebounds, five assists, two steals, four blocks. Great stat line, man. When Steph and uh, Clay come back, man, and, and we get them to rolling and, and we put him in that situation right there. Um, defensively. He's solid. So I'm not going to say that he's a Iguodala, 
uh, Harrison Barnes type. Mm. But, you know, with such stat lines, he can definitely help. And um, that remains to be seen. But, you know, uh, we have time for that. You know what I mean? Uh, once they gel, man, who knows? The Warriors will be back. You can count on that. The Warriors will be back. That's a fact. And last but not least, we have the Utah Jazz beating um, the Miami Heat 116-101. And true to form, as I said before, if you lose by 15 or more, you got smacked. And that's exactly what happened, man. My man Donovan Mitchell went in there and smacked um, the Heat last night. That's what happened. They lost. There's no way around it. I also uh, want to, before I go any further, I want to definitely touch on that um, Dallas Mavericks Sacramento Kings game. Man, Luka Doncic came back, inserted himself into the lineup last night. 33, definitely a top performer. 33 points, 12 rebounds, 8 assists, 10 for 12 from the strike. All right? Now, back to what I was saying when I said uh, Sacramento had the opportunity to get him. You know they're kicking themselves, right? Right up. And the owner is really frustrated over there. Rightfully so. You know, you have the opportunity to get, like, a transcending player like Luka. You know, he, he, he he's doing the damn thing and, and, and night in, night out. You know, he just got back and he, he has a stat line like that. And you got to think to yourself, wow, we passed up on that. And he's getting help. He's getting help. My man Porzingis, 27 points, 13 rebounds, 5 assists, 3 block shots, and New York shipped him out last year. Now, there's a, a, a other external uh, situations there, and I don't want to go into details about it, but there were other things happening around Christoph Porzingis. They may have had something to do also with that trade, but he's, he's, he's working out over there in Dallas. He's definitely working out over there in Dallas. So now, top performers, mm, I told you of a few already. LeBron James, he's definitely a top performer, man. 32 points, 12 rebounds, man. 14 assists, triple double. 35 years old, man. 35 years old, and he's still doing the damn thing. It's his 20th triple double for the Lakers. And uh, that puts him fourth behind Magic Johnson, who had, um, I guess, 138. Elgin Baylor had 26. Kobe Bryant had 21. And LeBron is fourth in line. I don't know if you're going to ever catch Magic, but wow. To be fourth in line behind the likes of those names right there, you got to commend that he's in his 17th season. Or this, you know, what can you say about that? You know what I mean? So, LeBron, man, keep on doing the damn thing, man. And uh, whether they love you or not, make them respect you each and every night. And that's exactly what you're doing, baby boy. So, keep on doing your thing. Um, What, the first, he's the first Laker since Magic Johnson, the 1990-91 season, to tally 12 triple doubles. Man, I can go on and on for days, man, about, you know, the way that LeBron is handling himself over there in that Lakers uniform. And um, I don't want to say he's reviving the West because the, the West was always doing anything with those uh, those Warriors and everything like that. But you got you to gotta think to yourself, 35 years old? That's damn impressive. It really is, man. 
You know, it's it's something to uh, it's something to shoot for if you're a younger player, and, and and you're making your way in the league, and you and you're thinking to yourself like, you know, how do you want to be remembered? What you want your legacy to be? Consider that. Consider that. What you want your legacy to be? All right, and 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 work hard at it, man. Cause who knows? I got another top performer I want to talk about a little bit. Uh, Tristan Thomas, over there for Cleveland, twenty-seven points, eleven rebounds, one assist. We see, like I said before, and I'll say again: when you win, for me, you're a top performer, and you gotta win to be a top performer. Again, you can drop a hundred, but if you lose, you you damn sure performed. And I'm quite sure, as a fan and a fan and, and fans of that team, they're going to love that. But if you lose, at the end of the day, ladies and gentlemen, it means nothing. Zion Williams is doing what Zelight does. He's turning the league upside down. He's giving us something all to remember. And, um, you know, we, we, they have that big conversation with, you know, who's going to be rookie of the year. When you look at the total package and terms of performing this year, and him being out and coming back in this, the second part of the year almost, well, you know, mid, midway through the season or whatever have you, um, how many games he played, 20 or whatever it is. And uh, he's doing things that we expected him to do. And and um, you can't take nothing away from this young man's performance. And New Orleans, the lights has the lights on and it's shining on you guys. So each and every night you guys are, you know, you're being talked about ESPN. The spotlight is on you because of all the things that Zion is doing. And it's shining a light on, on Alonzo, Alonzo Ball. You know what I mean? Brandon Ingram. You know what I mean? And, and what these guys are doing and things like that. So um, Drew Holiday, you know, so it's definitely, um, you know, ha- has the lead talking. And I can tell you this. Be careful if they make it into the uh, the playoffs. Um now, if they play the Lakers, we already know what it's going to be. But I can tell you for sure, if he can, if they can squeeze their way into the eighth spot, which I'm not sure is going to be, you know, it's possible. But I am not taking nothing, nothing at all away from the Memphis Grizzlies. Okay, you know, South Carolina, stand up, y'all got two top dogs in the NBA because John Morant is nothing. He's nothing to joke with. He's a baller through and through. Okay. And if you think about his existence and where he came from, you know, he was in that AAU circuit with uh, Zion and all of them. You know, Zion, you know, he, he, you know, of course, with the way he plays the game, he's going to get all the press. And he did. And when it's time to go to college, he got all the press. He did. John Morant put a show on last year when he was in college. All right. He put a show on. Each, and, and that show that he put on in college, he brought that game to the NBA. And you got to love him for that. He brought that same game to the NBA, and night in and night out, he gives anybody in front of him the business, and he's launching it, and he's going to the hole on you. He'll dunk on you, and you got to love it from a little dude like that. I am telling you now, he's a Russell Westbrook, Kyrie Irving hybrid. Word up, because he brings it, and you got to love it. So I'm not going to take nothing away from uh, Memphis. And I can tell you this, be it Portland, I mean, I'm sorry, be it New Orleans or the Memphis Grizzlies, if either team can get to that eight seed in the West, 
And be it they play the Lakers or Denver, don't sleep. It was a great game last night, but don't sleep. Because Denver got some top dogs over there. So don't sleep. You never know. Every, it's the Los Angeles Lakers and the Clippers and this, that, and the third. Don't sleep on Denver. Please don't sleep on Denver. And whoever has to play Dallas, you have hell to pay. The Rockets, you have hell to pay. Play, pay. Utah Jazz, you have hell to pay. So we are going to see some exciting playoff basketball. In the Eastern Conference, I am not taking the number, nothing away from you guys. Yes, my team is a cellar dweller. And I'm hoping that changes. Maybe next year, of course. I mean, we got rid of my man, Mook Morris, so you already know I'm pissed. It goes without saying, man. We got rid of our three-point shooter. So you know I'm pissed, man, because I'm a Mook Morris fan. If you go back and listen to, to uh, my last couple of shows, I speak highly of Mook Morris. And what do we do? We go trade him to the Clippers. Let's see how that works out, huh? Let's see what that does for us. But with that being said, um, those are my uh, winners and losers. Um, I mean, I, I, I know for a fact I missed a couple of my top performers, man, because I get so excited when I get here and I get to share this time with you guys. So um, I apologize for that. But uh, And Larry Nance Jr., he's he's a top performer over there with Cleveland. He had 23 points, uh, 12 rebounds, two assists, uh, three steals, and two blocks. Anthony Davis, another top performer, 33 points, 10 rebounds, two steals, uh, two assists, and two blocks. Yo, those are some crazy stat lines, man, for my top performers. So I tip my hat to all of them. Now, with that being said, I'm going to close the show out with my last conversation, ladies and gentlemen, of the day on my last top story for my fast flat 25 is the New York Knicks and classic Knicks bullshit. Now, Steve Stout goes on to discredit with what uh, Mike Miller is doing over here as a coach. And he compared himself to Drake. Steve, if you want to be compared to Drake, you stay out of that coaching conversation because I'm not very sure, but I have never known you to be a star, a, a ball player. And maybe you have, but that's not on your resume and what the people know you as. You are a consultant to take the New York Knicks image to that next stage do that outside of doing that when it comes down to talking about coaching and coaching changes and moves and and and, and the gravitas to to um get the reporters to believe them and or not believe them steve stout you see what drake does drake is there pushing the team entertaining the crowd on the floor all his antics and and, and going crazy as a fan you know, and who Drake is in the music industry is going to bring that attention to him right there on the side or on the floor seats because he's up and everybody knows him. Steve Stout, if you want to be compared to Drake, you know what you do? You get you some courtside seats, man, and go bananas, win or lose, but be there. All right, support the team and do what you need to do on the business aspect of what the New York Knicks are trying to do or reaching to do, do that. But when it comes down to comes down to who's coaching, how they're coaching, uh, 
the young pieces that we have or don't have, you know what? Go create some uniforms, Playboy. Do that, man. Um, give us some hot uniforms or whatever have you. And, 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 and do your part in terms of changing that image. But don't worry about who coaching the New York Knicks, though. That's not what you're there for. You know that as well as I do. With that being said, man, um, we got to make better player decisions, drafting decisions, and getting them to work together as a team. That's where we're losing that with the New York Knicks. Okay? So, Steve Stout, take it easy, buddy. With that being said, I am Mr. Top News. Once again, you can follow me on Leon Newman, uh, 55 at gmail.com. Over on Twitter at Mr. Top News. Chime in, man, and hang out with me on those platforms. I'm also on uh, Instagram and Reddit and Pinterest. So look for me over there. With that being said, I'll be getting back to you guys real soon. Probably tomorrow with the Fast Flat 25. I'm back. I missed you guys. Y'all my team. And until then, I'll talk to you soon. Mr. Top News. Thank you.